Deprived of the company of her parents and siblings, Ladybird became extraordinarily self-reliant and an adventurous reader. Her early years in this isolated rural setting also fostered a love of the area's rich natural beauty, its lush fields of wildflowers, and the enchanting Caddo Lake with its Spanish moss-covered cypress trees. Nature was both her kingdom and her companion. My Grandmother I came to know my grandmother Taylor very well, although I never knew her as Grandmother Taylor. Mr. Taylor was her third husband, and after his death she married a Mr. Bishop, so I knew her as Mrs. Bishop. I used to visit her out in the country in Otago County, Alabama. Cotton was the money crop and the principal crop, some corn, some subsistence farming, many blacks. People were poor, but not that they ever thought of it. My life there was visiting kinfolks in little towns, and going to see Grandmother was always a part of it. She lived in a very simple farmhouse, where actually she lived for more than eighty-five years, having four husbands, thirteen children, and watching twelve of them grow up. That was a matter of great interest to Lyndon. He used to ask me to tell him over and over, How many husbands did you say she had, and how many children did you say she had? He knew darn well because he had heard it several times. Her name was Emma Louise Bates, and she married first when she was about sixteen or seventeen. During the Civil War, she married a young man who was leaving within a week or a month to join the Confederate Army. He never returned. He didn't die gloriously at Robert E. Lee's side, but he died like so many of them of disease and infection in the Army camp. So that marriage terminated very early and then in a year or so she remarried. He died a yellow fever, and here she was, twice widowed and still not more than twenty. Then she married Thomas Jefferson Taylor, and they had four children. She was pregnant with the fifth when it became obvious that her husband had a serious disease. I think it was a kidney ailment. The doctor in Selma, Alabama, told them that there was some marvelous new operation that could be performed in Mobile that would cure this disease. So they sold a piece of a farm, got in the buggy, parked all the children with kinfolks, and rode in the buggy to Selma, got on the riverboat, and went down the Alabama River to Mobile and had the operation. It was apparently successful, and they started home. He began to run a fever, and by the time he got off the boat at Selma, it was obvious that he was much more seriously ill. They made it as far as the relatives where they had left the children, and he died. So here she was about to have the fifth baby in two or three months, and with four other children and a small Alabama farm to run. She named that child after her husband, Thomas Jefferson Taylor, Jr. He became my father, and he never even knew his own father. When he was two or three years old, she married a gentleman named Bishop, who had come a-courting in the beginning and between every husband, and she lived to have another eight children,